grabbing anything you can blindly and pull, and I do mean hard, and out pops a leg about that big which you put down on the table next to you. Reach in again, pull again, pull out an arm about the same length which you put down on the table next to you. And use this instrument again and again to tear out the spine, the intestines, the heart and lungs. Hello, my name is Dennis Cooper, and this is The Lost Generation, a look at why abortion should be illegal. Growing up in a Christian household, I have always heard about abortion. The topic kind of floated around in church and at home, but never took part in, in my thought process till my older sister got pregnant. I kept hearing them talk about how bad it was and why she shouldn't even consider it. Since then, it has sparked an interest in me. Last year, I researched the debatable ethics of embryonic stem cells in the US and in the UK, so I have a decent background on the information. That led way into my researching why abortion should be legal. I found some shocking stuff that I will be sharing with you that proves that abortion should not be legal. First, I found some striking statistics from the Organization of Health and Human Services. Can you believe one in every four women will have an abortion by the age of 45? It just goes to show how current it really is. A lot of times when I've mentioned my topic to people, they say that abortion is good for people who get raped or have incest. Uh, I couldn't imagine having to give birth to a byproduct of those horrific acts, but only 1.5% of abortions are due to those circumstances. All, also, adoption is always an option, and I believe that the rapist should be punished, but not the child. But what I found next blew the door that kept the truth locked away right out of the water. What abortion can really be like, a video testament in court from Dr. Anthony Levitino, a certified gynecologist. Anthony Levitino. Dr. Levitino is a board-certified obstetrician gynecologist. Over the course of his career, Dr. Levitino has practiced obstetrics and gynecology in both private and university settings, including as an associate professor of OBGYN at the Albany Medical College. He goes on to talk about a second trimester abortion, which is when the baby is as big as your palm. They introduce a grasping instrument that once it grabs, it does not let go. A DNA procedure is a blind abortion, so picture yourself introducing this and grabbing anything you can blindly and pull, and I do mean hard, and out pops a leg about that big which you put down on the table next to you. Reach in again, pull again, pull out an arm about the same length which you put down on the table next to you. And use this instrument again and again to tear out the spine, the intestines, the heart and lungs. Head in the baby that size is about the size of a large plum, can't see it, but you pretty good idea you've got it if you've got your instrument around something and your fingers are spread about as far as they go. You know you did it right if you crush down on the instrument and white material runs out of the cervix. That was the baby's brains. Then you could pull out skull pieces. And you have a day like I had a lot of times, sometimes a little face comes back and stares back at you. Congratulations, you just successfully performed a second trimester DNA abortion. That is a second trimester abortion, and it just gives you an idea on what really goes on. But a fetus also has rights, which makes it hard to grasp why they even allow to do abortions. A fetus is by definition of biology, a living human organism. As a living human organism, it contains all the rights as one, the right not to be killed. So, because of this logical breakdown, it's unethical. Some people may argue that a fetus lacks qualities a human 
may have, like awareness or vision. But there are many people today who lack those very same qualities. Brain-dead or blind people are accepted as human beings, so why isn't a fetus? But I cannot fail to mention that there are also risks to having an abortion. There are many stories about women taking abortion pills and stopping and having health problems and deformed children. Once it started, there's no going back. I reached in, literally pulled out an arm or leg and got sick. You know, earlier on I described stacking up body parts on the side of the table. It's not to, you know, gross people out, to use a simple term. When you do an, an abortion, you need to keep inventory. You have to make sure you get two arms and two legs and all the pieces. If you don't, your patient's going to come back infected, bleeding, or dead. Um, so I soldiered on and finished that abortion. And I know it sounds, as I said, hard for people to believe, but I'm, I'm telling you straight up my experience. You know, after over 1,200 abortions, first and second trimester up to 24 weeks and all the rest of it, and being very dedicated to it, for the first time in my life, I really looked. I really looked at that pile of body parts on the side of the table. And I didn't see her wonderful right to choose, and I didn't see all the money I just made. All I could see was somebody's son or daughter. Due to the evidence presented to us from the unethical abortion statements and statistics, the rights that a human fetus has, and the undesired risk of abortions, abortion should not be legally permitted in the United States. I'm Dennis Cooper, and thanks so much for listening, and have a great day.